everybody how y'all doing it is of course thursday march 3rd 2022 and we are doing you guessed it yet another edition of the very interesting show and we are unfortunately uh a man down for what will probably be the month of march but alas we will of course continue to uh carry on nonetheless it'll be look we're i'm not saying that we're gonna have more fun because that sounds kind of mean like we're not gonna have fun when when we're gonna John's continue not here. having fun. yeah we're gonna continue having fun <laughs> but at the same time uh it'll probably be god and i also don't want to like undersell it either that you know It'll we're be, just gonna maybe a little bit more relaxed than you yeah it's, maybe 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 a little a little more quirky maybe a little different who knows we're, we're just gonna, gonna we're, have, we're both here for the ride and we're glad you guys are here with us yeah we're just gonna have a nice chill uh month of march it is of course uh saint patrick's day this month oh and by the way because i remembered Ooh, that uh the thursday which thursday that is a thursday of this month you're right it is a thursday uh, hmm. gears are turning gears are turning well, drunken show no I'm not kidding. me <laughs> it's not gonna be as fun when only one of us can get drunk like i mean it'll be fun for one of us <laughs> uh, that's fair i mean that's fair and i'm sure it'll also be fun for uh you guys as well chat so if you are are uh listening to the youtube recording and or and slash or the podcast and you are of course free to listen live every thursday evening at 9 p.m eastern we stream on youtube and twitch it is youtube.com slash simulation radio and twitch.tv slash simulation radio it's on the page somewhere around around here somewhere here's the thing you're in the you're in the <laughs> bottom right uh corner so, so it's uh right there there we go he, boom right right up there so right there is that it is that still it it, it is still hey. up there even without seeing the camera shot you oh, still that's all you had to show me there. was the one time i know where to point <laughs> so you can of course also follow us on social media as well the primary ones are facebook and instagram it is facebook.com slash simulation radio and instagram.com or at simulation radio depending on if you're using mobile or if you're using the web app which i'm not gonna lie i feel like i'm the only person in the entire universe that like goes to fucking instagram.com on my computer and actually yeah, uses it there <laughs> i don't know what the deal is man i mean i get other people like have laptops now and that's kind of the way that we're doing things in the great year 2022 well, with, the, with but, a laptop it would still be the 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 the, the website i'm imagining a world where like uh somebody's using their laptop maybe to do schoolwork or some kind of work or guess. work work and they're instead instead of like open up a new tab and go to instagram.com they're like fucking pulling their phone out of their pocket and they're opening up the instagram app on their phone and they're like dual browsing like, who, the internet and instagram at the same who time the heck, who the heck has a fucking instagram bookmark Besides you, besides you. By the way, I saw a really, like, a really, really funny uh, Instagram post from an artist called The Oatmeal, and what he does, he's like a comic artist that mm -hmm. posts like a really quirky 
um, like comics on Instagram. And he put out a post today that I just I resonated with uh, so, so fucking hard. And it kind of explains a little bit why I just I hate social media, period. Unfortunately, the only reason that I'm on social media is because that's kind of how you how you (laughs) do it to to like grow a brand. But alas, and uh, you know, just interconnect with everyone. No, it's stupid. Everywhere. Social media is so stupid. And he, okay, so here's the one of the comics that he posts. Again, it's at the oatmeal on Instagram, which I mean, he would probably shoot me in the fucking face for uh, this once you see the comic. But I, of course, press that fucking like button instantly. So it's how to discover in- videos on Instagram and six easy steps. And if this doesn't capture the stupid like fucking reels that are on that are that are on Instagram and TikTok, then I don't know what does. So step one, see a clickbaity video. Uh, of course, this example here, thick walrus, epic fail, OMG, laughing emoji. Wait for it. It's got uh, 16 billion views. That's more than that. It's 16, 16 trillion, 204 billion, 902 million, 992,185 views. You and of course, legitimately see like when I looked at that, I just saw 16 and a bunch of commas. I didn't even care about the rest of the numbers. <laughs> Step two, click on it. Step three, turn on sound, of course. Step four, and this is the part that I'm like, oh, God, at least somebody fucking knows. Experience the worst fucking music you've ever heard at full volume while the algorithm teases you into spending as much time as possible watching the video in order to help Facebook boost their engagement metrics in order to compete uh, uh, with uh, TikTok. Yes, because it's the algorithm that creates these videos, not uh, content creators. But the content creators are taking their stupid fucking videos from... Oh, my... Okay, so... Let me breathe easy here. Yeah, it it goes hand in hand. I know. So I saw a... I saw an animal video today. Yep. I saw uh, a cute little cute little kitty cat video. That, of course, it's the internet. Cat videos I mean, are abundant. Th- this also goes with dog uh, dog videos, too. I mean, it could be a cat. It <coughs> could be a cute little husky, which we all know from uh They don't bark, they scream. That, it's fine. Yeah, they scream, and they're kind of adorable. I would never want to own one, but I just want to walk up to one and fulfill my like hour-long petting of one per week quota. That's all I want. That's all I want. So I see one of those videos and of course i click on it and the first thing they don't even take they leave the audio out like they rip the audio out of the husky doing his adorable little and doing all the the cute little things and instead they just put as the oatmeal says the worst fucking music that i've ever heard in my entire life it's just some generic fucking pop song and they blast it max fucking volume in that reel and that's all it is it's 15 seconds of you seeing the the husky like make barking fucking movements but you never hear it instead you just hear the stupid fucking song and i i it must have been fate it must have been the algorithm working its magic here but i saw that video and as soon as i see that video i scroll up one and then oh this is the oatmeal's comic and this is how uh this is how you get to it uh so step five in the oatmeal step here feel unwell which i very very much relate to this too i fucking hate this as i feel like uh most people that are of a sound mind would do and then of course step six repeat and that is how instagram and all of these social media algorithms work in a nutshell ladies and gentlemen and that is why social media hey quiet i didn't ask your opinion and that is how uh, social media is 
just completely stupid and is responsible for why we are lost as a society. But maybe that's just me. Maybe I'm out of touch here. <laughs> lost as a society. I'm not saying that that's entirely... Reaching a uh, bit, but it's okay. Not saying that that's... We uh, all understand the sentiment. <laughs> so we were watching uh, The Hangover before the show started, and Great. the longest time that I have ever... Go- or it's been a while since I've seen it. Like I watched it when I was like really young and I was also really high too. I went and watched that movie in theaters really? when it first came Did out. you know that it was just going to be that good? What did you, what caused you to want to go see it in theaters? The previews, was it the like, previews were oh, amazing. They didn't get, they didn't see, they were one of those, one of those few comedic movies that didn't, um, that didn't give away all the good parts. Oh, I see. Um, I th- and I know we've had this discussion with uh, with John present, at, I think, on a previous episode or a previous show, um, where where we were talking about um, advertisements for movies and like how we uh, like me specifically have gotten away from watching more than just like the first trailer of an official release. You try to stay away from it, right? Right, so it doesn't time. spoil the movie yeah, for me. Because they will. They'll spoil the whole fucking movie. Like, maybe trailer one comes out, trailer two comes out, trailer three comes out. Why am I going to see the fucking movie at that point? Right, and it's it's because of... There, there was a there was a time period, which I think it it has become more... more uh, or, sorry, less... Uh, less so, but there are still some movies that they they kind of have to because that's all the content that they've got. It, yeah. Uh, so there was, but there was a period of time where a lot of movies, even you know, it didn't even matter what genre it was, it was dramas, action, comedy, whatever. Uh, that were that were doing this. They were they were putting out their best parts in the trailer to try and like get the people to come and watch it. Which of course it worked. But at the end of the day, it wound up being a, a poor experience because we already saw all the good parts. Yeah. And this was 2009, mind you. So this was when I believe like uh, Ed Helms was like right smack dab in the middle of doing the office and in his uh, office heyday. So and then, of course, we got uh, Zach Galifianakis, too. And I don't remember who the other two uh, actors are. Bradley Cooper. Oh right, right, right. Um, and the guy that plays the uh, the groom, I, I he's been in a few other things, but he's him I've never seen. He before. obviously wasn't part of the main the main group because he was only there for maybe what thirty minutes collectively for the whole movie. Um, but he's he's been in a few other things before. He's he's a pretty decent comedian. Um, Still doesn't stop them from putting him his name in the credits though. So yeah, I of course not. He know. was there. I yeah, watched. Oh my god! Parts. I was in uh, New Smyrna last weekend, hanging mm-hmm. out at my friend's farm, and we watched this Mel Brooks movie. It's a uh, like Robin Hood, uh, Men, Men in Tights. tights. Oh, such okay. a great! All the Mel Brooks movies are freaking hilarious. See, I didn't think it was Mel Brooks's best work. No, 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 definitely not. One of my favorites of his is Blazing Saddles. Oh, of course, yeah. It's probably my f- most favorite of the Mel Brooks films. Second is Spaceballs. Oh, yeah, Spaceballs. Spaceballs was also another top top-notch Mel Brooks film. And here's the thing, and I guess that that's the same way that they do things today where they'll still put somebody in the in the like main credits of the movie that had a like not as big of a role in the movie like they put good work they put uh <laughs> i don't even know if the mic picked that up I but if not, not. <laughs> you hope not well i'm pretty i heard something. he's gonna I'm isolate sure it, it and and <laughs> turn I'll, it I'll, 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 I'll isolate that and turn that up 
good. Make it sound but, like I uh, shit my pants. <laughs> but it seems like um, they were still doing that back in the day, too, because like Isaac Hayes was in in that movie and he was only in the movie for like the first like uh, 10, 15 minutes That's until right. he they like broke him out of the or they broke out of the, the prison mm-hmm. and went to went back to fucking uh, Sherwood Forest. And I guess that's just kind of the way that it goes. Oh, yeah. I mean, and another thing that that speaking of it being Mel Brooks, I something that I that I miss seeing is the same group of actors and actresses in different films together. Like it still kind of happens, but it's not as prevalent as it used to be. Like using the same the same group of people. Obviously, it's not the same uh, characters that they're playing, but yeah. it's basically o- almost the same cast with the few exchanges of, of of a few of the minor roles, like the Will Ferrell and John C. Riley kind of dynamic. Not even that more more group. so right. Just like most, like a lot of the like um oh shoot, what's his name? Uh, Gene Wilder plays in like four or five maybe more Mel Brooks films and there's like a handful of other dudes um that are in you know that acted together in some of the other older um Mel Brooks films and even with um I mean you had duos which that's duos is great too because you have like you said Will Ferrell John C. Riley you've got um What's a, a newer one is uh, Kevin Hart and The Rock. They're in. Oh, they're yeah. in a handful of movies together. Yeah, they are. Um, it just doesn't. Hit just the they're, same, they're, but their dynamic is is. And that's what I think. What it is is the dynamic between uh, or the cohesion between the cast. Um, it's hard to find groups of individuals. I guess that have that 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 type of cohesion. All those to where teams, they can though, mesh together. Those are very iconic like teams of people that do those movies. Like the way that they do it nowadays, like Kevin Hart and The Rock, I probably would not say that they're an iconic duo or anything. They're just kind of I would say there. so. Like maybe I'm just not they've, they've done like I would say they've done over 5 films together. I would say that's pr- pretty close, if not on well, the pa- on par with being iconic. I'm talking iconic, as in, yeah, sure, they're part of those movies, but I don't like, I don't see the consensus around them being that you know they're like a, a power couple of you know quote unquote, to, for lack of a better term. I, I just in, don't in, see in them. comparison to whom, as as far as a, 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 I'll go a back one to the, two duo. I'll go back to the earlier example of like Will Ferrell and John C. Riley. Like they were uh, the iconic, the dynamic duo, and now like I just don't see uh, Kevin Hart and The Rock. I think the problem is is that not well, the, not that Will many, Ferrell. How many and, of their films have you seen though? Like one, maybe, and I don't even right. remember which one it is. But so, here's the thing: I think that Will Ferrell and John C. Riley are like not to take anything away from the stuff that they've done separately, but I feel like the stuff that they've done separately doesn't net it doesn't like outrank in quality the stuff that they've done together. Whereas the stuff that Kevin Hart and The Rock do like separately, I feel like they're more known for that rather than, you know, the stuff that they do as a team. And I think that might be why they don't get the kind of recognition as well, a Well, I mean, you also duo. have to look at the, for those two specifically, those two came from from different backgrounds than, than yeah, Will Ferrell or John C. Riley. Like same. Will Ferrell, I don't think, or John C. Riley, they came up doing sketch comedy. 
um, and from there got you know started out in TV and and rose up. Which I guess in in the same essence, the other two, Rock and Kevin Hart, did did as well. They came up through TV, but The Rock, of course, as we all know, the reason why he has that name is because he I was a pro. Doing. He was a pro wrestler uh, with the WWF and eventually WWE. He'll be president uh, and then one Kevin day. Hart came up as a stand-up comedian and, and got introduced to, to Hollywood's stardom through that. Whereas, like, they came up, John C. Riley and Will Ferrell, I believe, came up together on SNL. Or that they met through right. those same types of channels. That's the thing that, like, kind of goes in line with my argument about it, though, which is that, you know, they're not as, like another reason that they're not as iconic of a couple because they also come from those different backgrounds. They didn't really do the same stuff. They weren't together for as long. But then again, I mean, maybe I'm just not paying enough attention to what... And, that, and, and, and you, like, like you've already together. admitted, you haven't seen all of the films that they've been together. Uh, so, they, like I said, they've done, they've done at least a handful of films together, if not more. What's the most iconic one? Uh, I mean... Or at least the most known one. That's kind of tough, isn't so it? So they, I know that they did. Well, they've done the Jumanji. They were in Jumanji together, eh, the new remake. That didn't really make that many waves, though. The sure, Jumanji but it, remake. They, they sure, were still in it together. You asked a question. I mean, I know it's a answer. thing that they were in, but I'm um, talking like popular stuff. They've, um, I mean, I feel like that was a decently popular. Maybe not as many waves as the original. Of course not, because it's a remake. None of the, none of the. I don't think there's been a remake that has made bigger waves. Than, than an OG, at least if it is, it's few and far between. But um, there is the other one where where um, Kevin Hart is like the the high school stud, like athlete or whatever, and The Rock is is like some fat kid winds up growing up to be in a CIA oh, yeah, I agent. That. I can't remember what the name of it is for the life of me. Uh, me either, but I remember seeing the trailers for that there, movie. There's been there's been a few others that they've done together. Uh, See the I trailer for that movie. The name of them. I also have not seen all of them, but I know that they've been. They're good. They're a good dynamic. Uh, I don't know if you've seen I'm like their Instagram posts and stuff either. where they where they like joke back and forth or the interviews that they've done. <laughs> Black Adam and Honky Pete. <laughs> that, that that question and that response that they both gave was hilarious. Like, I'm not giving them shit because I'm sure that they're both hilarious together and the stuff that they're in is pretty good. But I, I don't know. Maybe I just uh, didn't quite pick up on the fact that they were I would, a, I would say like they're a, the level of being iconic. Maybe not as iconic as, like you said, John C. Riley and Will Ferrell, but still on the level of being iconic. Like makes sense. There, when when you look back on comedic duos, like that name, I th those two, I think will definitely be ones that come up. So, what do you think, everybody? Let us know if we are missing any of them, or if you have a maybe particularly favorite group that you've uh, seen a lot. Owen Wilson and fuck, I can't remember that. <laughs> you know who I'm talking about? The Wedding Crashers. Oh, Vince Vaughn. Vince Vaughn. Yeah, okay. Those yeah. two. Those two. That's another iconic duo. I, those that one two I agree have with. done. I don't think before the Wedding Crashers, there might have been maybe one or two movies that they did together. But like those two separately, they're pretty good. But like when those two came together, that dynamic that they had, especially in yeah. that era of of film, of comedy film, was was is definitely an iconic duo, uh, for sure. The that the early two thousands. So let me know which ones we missed out on chat because I'm sure that we did. By the way, uh, you know what comes out this week? No, the Batman. Ah, uh, yeah. It comes out on Friday, and as Tomorrow? tempting as yeah, oh yeah, that is kind of <laughs> at this point. 
But as tempting as it is to want to go see it, and I'm of the mind, look, I'm seeing that it's getting a lot of so uh, shit on social media, especially because of like how cheesy some of the lines in the trailer were. Like the I am it's vengeance. It's fucking based like, on a fucking comic book. It's, it's Batman. Yeah, it's you gonna fucks, be. Like, there's gonna be like sh you have to call back to that shit. So like that's part of what makes it intriguing. Right. <laughs> like he literally says that in like probably 75% or better of any variation of Batman. Vengeance. Right. Like <laughs> that's 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 just how it works, man. Like Christian Bale said it. Pretty sure Val Kilmer said it. <laughs> See, I don't even think that Robert Pattinson is going to be that bad of a. a I don't think so. I mean, people give him a he lot of shit because of his because of his time with Twilight. But that's not the only films that he's done. If you go out and you look at some of the other stuff, even like Daniel Radcliffe, that man it do has done quite a few indie films, and th I think most of them are fantastic. His acting is great. My only problem with Daniel Radcliffe is that I've seen like too too many instances of his penis in various things that he's been in. So, I don't know. I mean, he's 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 <laughs> he just really likes whipping it out, I guess, which, you know, he's fond of it. I mean, there's nothing wrong with that. No, uh, <laughs> I'm I'm not knocking him for it. I'm just saying I might have seen what, it one what, too many it, times. What, I, I don't There was a Broadway, like there was a Broadway show and oh my god, somebody uh one of the girls that I knew in So high nothing school, on the big screen. Not that I can think, remember, like off the top of my head. I just remember a whole so, bunch I of different know, instances. Broadway's, of it, Broadway's a different type of art to me. So, like, I, I feel like you can, you, you, you're gonna get, you're, I, I wouldn't say better off, but it, it makes more sense for the theater for that to be yeah. something that's there versus the big screen. So one of the, the theater is definitely a, a, a more narrow scope. Of of people that go that go yeah. to to theater versus uh, versus the movies. <laughs> there was a girl that I knew in high school, mm -hmm. and I guess so. This is the the thing that like brings me back to this memory is uh, the Broadway film or B Broadway film, the Broadway, Broadway production. production. Yeah. And uh, so she obviously I did not act like you know a very masculine macho person in high school. So uh, I was talking to like a bunch of people in our class at mm -hmm. the time. We were all kind of in this this aim chat, like talking about fucking homework and stupid sure. shit. And so she messages me directly because she is her and this other girl that I knew were, were ridiculously obsessed with Harry Potter, sure. right? So naturally, they know everything that there is to know about Daniel Radcliffe. And so there is uh, something about me that she must have uh, thought that this would have that this was going to be OK. And so she sends me a gif of like Daniel Radcliffe, like walking around on stage just naked and his dick just like flopping around everywhere. <laughs> so she sends me that and she's like, hey, you 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 like this. You're bi, right? And I'm like, first of all, why the fuck would you send me that? Like, <laughs> what, what, is, what is wrong with you? What is wrong with you? And, you know, I didn't quite know the answer to that question until fairly later on in life. But, you know, uh, <laughs> so did you like it? Uh, <laughs> no, not really. It, it, was, it was just not the right time and place. And that sure, that's sure. an important thing. Like when you're whipping your dick out, it's got to be the right time and place. And that just didn't it just didn't feel like the play there. Right. Like I wasn't sitting there uh like stressed out at fucking 2 a.m. in the middle of trying to finish homework for the next day 
And uh, I really did not expect to see like a new message pop up in what was it was AIM, AOL Instant Messenger. If you guys that are like roughly my age remember that at the time, uh, this was on fucking AIM. And I see a message pop up smack dab in the middle of being stressed the fuck out of trying to do some kind of really big project that's due tomorrow. And I see the first thing I see is this big old gif pop up of Daniel Radcliffe's dick just fucking wobbling back and forth. And he uh, did not do anything about his bush either, by the way. I don't know why that was particularly like impactful. they may have requested for it to be all they natural, have. but they uh, must have maybe. I mean, he's from he's from England. Maybe they don't clean up like that. I guess not. I guess not. So uh, I'm really tempted to go see Batman tomorrow. But at the same time, I know it's going to be packed as fuck. I don't know, man. It sounds like a good idea but i don't i kind of don't really want to recreate the spider-man no way home experience where all of the fucking uh teenage zoomers behind us like hoot and holler at every moment which there, i guess that's was, part of the experience there was more but. than just zoomers that were behind i mean they were yes they were they were the ones directly screaming. directly behind us were a bunch of zoomers but like i i kind of peeked back like just before the movie started and there was it was a widespread age range like there's a lot of people that were like our age maybe a little bit yeah. older because of the it being spider-man like he's I, I would go so far as to say the most popular marvel of course superhero i'm just thinking uh, about the level he's, the, he's like the most relatable um and there was that like I, not I definitely cheered about some uh, <laughs> on some certain scenes when they popped out. So uh, yeah, I'm I not, guess that's I'm, just, a, I'm about that type of stuff. I, I don't know, man. I think that's a little bit extra. Like just hold hold your fucking fan screaming in. Just, Why? I don't, okay, so here's the part that I feel like um, the only do, part of do, that movie you, that I feel like might have been acceptable to do the fucking uh, consumer fan squeal is the part where, you know, they get the the Tobey Maguire and Tom Holland and fucking Andrew Garfield, like mm -hmm. the money shot of all them in the fucking spider pose together. And it's like the first time you see that. Oh, spoiler alert, by the way, the first time that you see that in the movie. I, it's I feel a little like we, late for that. Like, I'm pretty sure that shit's almost on DVD, if not already. I know. <laughs> but that might have been the only part that, like, I can kind of understand all the fucking fan squealing that's going on behind me. But every other part. I don't know. Some of the like, iconic, right, iconic villains like that, that to me, that's understandable to do it at that point as well. Because you're just like, yeah, I remember fucking Harry Osborn and, <laughs> and, and all that shit whenever he comes out and whatnot. So, like, I get it. I, I mean, I get it. I just think it's kind of stupid. But, you know, I like think I a went, lot of things are stupid. I went and so, watched you know. a, what was it? It was a premiere for a, a Harry Potter film, no less. Um, of course. For, um, I want to say... Daniel Radcliffe's penis was not in that movie, by the way. I want to say it was The Goblet of Fire. The Goblet of Fire. Or maybe, what's the one after that? Order of the Phoenix. I think it might have been Order of the Phoenix. It was one of those two. And... There was some, there was some, some cheering and some jeering, and some, <laughs> some like, like, hey, no shit, dumbass. When uh, who was it? The minister of magic was like, so he's really back. Talking about Voldemort whenever, yeah. whenever he popped out, and everyone was like, yeah, you fucking idiot. <laughs> of course, they're like yelling at the fucking character right. on the on the sure. screen like they would do at home, except they're in the fucking movie theater. Right. I don't know, man. Just keep keep it inside. So, so my question. In. To make this a little more, possibly a little more relatable for you, you've watched sports, whether it be esports or um, physical sports. Have you ever cheered? Hmm. I, I don't know if that's quite as apt of a comparison. And honestly, it's the okay, same so thing. have you cheered at a screen? 
only by myself. I do not matter. do it. It doesn't matter. It's the same thing. No, it's not because I know that I'm fucking sitting there by myself. If you're in a fucking movie theater, like surrounded by people that are trying to watch the damn movie, like I, I'll, I'll keep it inside. Why the fuck do you care? Because I'm trying to watch the fucking movie. I'm really right. not trying to okay. hear some Zoomer fucking hoot and holler like, yeah, that's right. And like fucking scream and like shatter my fucking eardrum sitting behind me. Well, I mean, I don't think it was that bad. You're being, no, a, little, you're being a little exaggerative bad. right now. Shut up. <laughs> but but this, I, I, I do only do it by myself, thing. though. It's one thing if they're being obnoxious about it. I get that. But if it's just it like... bordering. 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 Doubt. <laughs> I was there. It definitely was not. It was bordering. You're going to stand by it. I know you're going to die on that hill, but you're wrong. <laughs> bordering. It was. This is the hill that I'm willing to, to yeah, die see, on, It's so. a terrible hill, and it's not no. very tall. <laughs> no. See, per- Okay, so the hill that I could die on was, what if we just took everybody that hooted and hollered in the movie theater and just like took them all and just shipped them all off to Ukraine? and like? I mean, uh, that's a terrible idea. They don't know what the fuck they're doing. Of course not. <laughs> but, you know, they're, they're more bodies. They're more live people over there. Oh, to so, do now, the so now you're just turning them into to statistics and taking the humanity out of the whole situation. See, that's a hill that I could die on. I'm not going <laughs> going to but i'm just saying that hypothetically, i can argue i can argue that point <laughs> hypothetically if i wanted to As die someone on a that hill was trained to desensitize humans that's that's a terrible thing to, 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 our whole to country do. is fucking desensitized to that shit now did you not, r- r- not necessarily well, like, they're not it's, desensitized it's different it's different, it. it's different sitting behind a screen whether it be a computer screen the movie theater screen or a tv screen and watching something happen when you're directly involved with that shit if you yeah. don't have proper training to like even if with proper training people still fall apart because it's like even though you're told hey that's the enemy uh, you train to shoot at a silhouette and you just put their face on that silhouette and you know that it's just they're just going to drop and it's just like that silhouette that you trained against and, and when you get done with that you're going to go back and you're going to think about that person that you shot what would you bet that every and single one of those, like these idiots on social media that changed all their profile pictures to the Ukraine flag and all those fucking uh, members of Congress at the State of the Union that wore their blue and yellow suits mm-hmm. just to, you know, signal that they're good and that they're part of the cause? What well, would you I'm be not willing gonna, to bet I'm not that include some of those, none some of them of saw folks. combat? Uh, I, for the ones that are in Congress, I, I, there are guarantee you that there are some of those that have seen combat. But of course, now Guaranteed. now they're they're playing the political game and they have to do it. But well, that's not one of the reasons. necessarily that they have to do it. They still chose to do it, regardless. Like they didn't have to. They could have just verbalized it. They didn't have to wear the pen or the wave the flag or whatever. But they still did it. That's my problem with this shit right now. Is that everybody that has a fucking opinion does not know shit. Like you don't. First of all, ninety percent of the information is that's this coming, coming out of from there. Someone that's putting out an opinion right now. No, my <laughs> no, problem kidding. is all the people that are so damn sure of themselves and like so damn sure about everything that's going on. And now all of a sudden you're a fucking Ukraine expert after following this for what, four days. And, you know, these... I mean, but that's that's how it goes. All right. I know. Like it, it's it doesn't that... matter what the situation is. It's last last a week before the Ukraine stuff. Everybody was on that COVID train. Granted, this has yeah. been going on for two years. But at the same time, there's still a lot of unknown factors in regards to it. Of course, that's how it all works. But, you know, if you're so damn emotionally invested in this after knowing nothing about it, like you're a fucking NPC. Even like, still, what do you, I would go so far as to say like 70%, 70% of the information that we've received, whether it be from social media or mainstream media, isn't conclusive yeah there's, there's not a lot of conclusive evidence as to what's going on Besi- besides 
Besides, right. Well, that would be to me that falls you know in the category of inconclusive. Do you, do you remember that Snake Island story that came out that had the audio of the people in the Russian boat yeah. telling the or of the Ukrainian yeah, yeah, yeah. boat telling the Russians to go fuck themselves? Well, apparently, no, 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 no. That it was, was the other way around. It was there. You. It was a Russian. It was a boat. Russian boat. And the Ukrainian people Telling told, them to, su- yeah, to told them to go right. fuck themselves, basically. And apparently that story uh, was fake because, I mean, sure, they, they, I there think they killed those dude, people. But that but, conversation may not have been what was transmitted yeah, on the radio. Yeah, and guess what? All of that fucking footage that you're seeing that you're just so emotionally invested in and that you're so fucking outraged at, it's probably the same kind of deal as that. So just live your fucking life. I'm not saying to take the Ukraine flag out of your bio because that's not like, I'm not saying that it's not okay to like kind of think of the humanity in this situation. And that's what a lot of us are like lacking is just the pure fucking human touch. Well, not not only that, but you also have to think about the other side of this. So I work with uh, one of the groomers that I work with. Um, she has family that's from that area, not necessarily Ukraine, not necessarily Russia, but from that area. Still uh, there? Um, yes. And she has asked um, a few of these family members about what they're being told from that from their side. Mm. Um, and what's being reported to them is essentially it's the same type of thing. So they're, it's being portrayed as the other side is the good side. Of course. And what they're being told, so like one of the big things of one of one of one of Putin's reasons for going into Ukraine specifically the uh what is it the 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 Dobis region? Do- Donbass. Do- Donbass re- Donbass region um is because of Russian speaking individuals, which there's a lot of don't get me wrong, there's been it's been proven there's a lot of evidence um of people in that region being pro-Russian. Um, are they're they're about Putin coming in, you know, basically annexing their their region of Ukraine, um, and they're all for it. They're okay with it. Uh, but one of the things that that Putin was saying is why he was going in there is because these Russian speaking people, it was basically there was a genocide against these people, like that that Ukrainians were going were going through and killing individuals that speak Russian. There's been zero evidence. I've done my own research. Like I don't, I like for something specific like this. I don't really focus on American media. I yeah. look outside. I look, I look in in the regions where the conflict exactly. is happening, yeah. and the other localized, like BBC. I feel like is a really good source for worldwide news. And that's the only way to even have somewhat um, of an some informed Al, opinion about was this. It Al Jazeera. Is that the other? Yeah, one? that's another worldwide media outlet that I think is really a really good source. Um, and then also looking into Ukraine news and Russian news. Um, at least what's what we're able to, what's being broadcast mm. still to the to the big part it's of the world. It's still important to hear what uh, Russian media look at is both saying, sides. Like, you got to look at both sides and see where see you know figure out figure out what's what lines up from both sides, and that's going to be the closest assimilation to the truth as as possible because you're going to have differences on this side and that side. So that's where my issue comes in with the people that just have staunch opinions about this is that clearly the American media has taken their side has taken a side already. And so the people that are only engulfed in American media about this see American media 
and that's enough because they're only being presented the one side that, and you know and their emotions are flying on that one side and that's just you know th- fucking growing. And a lot brain, of it is man. from like, headline grabbers. Of course. Of course. That, and that's 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 a key thing there and that's one of the things that that could cuz I I kind of poked fun at it. I was like, "Yo, what's your boy Putin over there doing with all these, you know, well, it was like the day the day after um it was it was uh discovered that he um set up uh, just activated the the nuclear protocol oh, yeah the the nuclear readiness or right. whatever it is right so and i like kind of poked fun at it because she's from she's from over there um i think she not in not ukraine but she's from one of the other former ussr uh, like she grew up in one of the former ussr Belarus nations or um i, I don't remember i don't remember exactly. the northern one i think it was maybe kazakhstan that's where she grew up it. uh but she was born in russia so she was born there, and then she her family moved to Kazakhstan, and then she grew up in Kazakhstan, and then moved to the states. Um, so I was just kind of poking fun. I was like, "Oh, what's your boy over there doing with these with these nukes, man?" And she was like, "Well, he's doing what he has to because he's you know because they're they're saying that they're killing Russian speaking people." And I was like, "I haven't really." seen anything about that um, and he won't so i went home only follow I got American home media. and and even even looking like i said like i said I, I went and i did my own research on it I, I, everything that that had to do with that statement is all it's it leads back to putin making that statement and there's no evidence to support that statement I'm not saying it's also, by the way, that Putin is like validated for what he for anything that he's doing. He's clearly like a, a far right dictator figure that is doing oh, like sure. some very, very insane stuff here and is probably he's, the equivalent of a war criminal. He's now, but, a very know. headstrong individual. Oh, he's beyond a war criminal. Oh, yeah. That man used to be a spy, like legit. It, there is evidence proving that he is a spy. But just and I, he may have even admitted it at one point or another. Um, all I'm saying is that if your only source of information comes from uh, American media and you haven't done like any ounce of in like look and insight into what Russia's thinking about this, even if a lot of it is inaccurate and false, which to be fair, a lot of it thing. is. But if this is the only basis for your opinion, then take the fucking Ukraine flag out of your damn bio and like go. I hate using the term like go educate yourself, but like but go honestly, fucking do some damn research. That's what you need to do. You need to do some research. Not not necessarily take the flag off because obviously that's their that's a moral support type of thing. But they don't even know why. And that's sure. That's sure. I sure. don't have a problem with them sure. taking a moral stance with this. My problem is when they don't know why they're taking a moral stance and they're only doing it because you know their their little they're feelies sheeple. are tickled. Yeah, they're sheeple. Like get a fucking grip on your brain, people. Um, but um, sorry, even the Russian, they're, they're the people of Russia. When you, I, I know when you say what Russia is doing, you you mean the government. Yeah. But for anybody the that hasn't done the research on it, there are droves. Like I'm talking hundreds of thousands of Russian citizens that are protesting this conflict. Yeah, they disagree with it, and and the government is going out and arresting these people in droves, and they're getting jailed or worse. Um, They've also taken down all uh, non-state affiliated media too, which is another bad sign. They've shut down basically every uh, every bit of independent media and every bit of independent journalism over there too, which is of course classic Putin. I'm going to stand on my patriotic soapbox for a second. Uh, So this kind of speaks to uh, to to those of you that don't think America is that great. Um, Not saying that it can't happen, but it hasn't really happened. Like these little conflicts with the social media. Uh, corporations, 
that are you know doing their own thing, whether they're publicly traded or not. We obviously. get the illusion of freedom over here. Well, at it's, least it's not. No, we're like honestly, we are still more free than any other nation in the world. Yes, there have been some restrictions that have been put out there for you know for people claiming on speech and things like that, but. These companies, they're, they are just that. They're companies. They're not government entities. So the government, yes, the government may be, maybe partner with them or give them funding or whatnot, but it's not, the, it's not the government that is putting these restrictions. It's these companies that are putting these restrictions. So if you have a problem with being, you know, your freedom being suppressed, then you need to fucking boycott these fucking social yeah. media companies. That's, that's what you need Instead to do. Instead of fucking whining about it. Right. I, but also, I get it that it's the platform that you can express these opinions and these feelings and these these outrages i mean I, it, and it's hard i get it it's hard to start up your own social media platform where you can have these you know open opinions and but at the same time you start getting a bunch of opinions out there people are going to get upset people are going to get outraged people are going to get up you know their feelings hurt this is one of my problems with the right by the way is that they spend most of their time like whining instead of doing stuff is and okay both sides spend their time whining. of course yeah <laughs> but we know we know that about the left already the left we know fucking spends most of their time whining but the right makes it seem like they're like uh it's, it's a call to action but instead you know they spend most of their time whining about you know how leftist politicians hold on about how like leftist politicians are super hypocritical and then they don't really do anything instead they just sit there and whine Ex like you know this isn't just the game that's being played Ex like Play the, the game better, people. Except walking to the Capitol building. Yeah, right. a couple of hundred people. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's one natural. Or, uh, sure, that, sure, that's a little bit, a little bit you know. far of the right. I'm um, talking about like even center right people too that are that are right. But doing it, that's this. also something that you got to look at with with today's like socio political climate. Like it's it's hard to take action without without being um, like com almost completely demonized. Yeah, like, like it is. You try to make a stand and do do something about it, then you, you're liable to get shot, like literally. And when you're going up against Big Brother, like it's it's mm. hard it's hard to figure out how to navigate that that climate without without just all out war breaking out in in the United States. And We've talked about this, I think I've touched on it on the air, and we've talked about it extensively oh, off I'm the sure, air, yeah. about if this, like, the civil unrest, it's, it's, I feel like it's kind of calmed down a bit since, like, COVID and, and Honestly, like, the beginning stages of COVID. COVID was a big divider. Like, I really thought it, that COVID was, was going to be the catalyst, and now they've given us all, like, they've given they've us something also, new to focus on. They've also, well, that, and they've also eased up on, on the mandates and the, and the CDC guidelines. Just in time for the State of the Union, by the way. I mean, I don't think that's necessarily coincidental or put in place because of that. But I, I think that's something that it's just it's it's time. It's time to open it back up. Uh, we've we, like like President Biden said, like we the the vaccines have been out. Uh, this is their second year that they've been out. They now have mm. they also now have medic medication that can be taken that can help with the uh, the side effects of. Uh, at least a couple of the strands of the coronavirus. So steps are steps are you know but science wait, is progressing in that regard. We so got to cancel Joe Rogan for saying that. Then, I mean, that's now, that's, now all of a sudden it's okay. But that, you know, when Joe Rogan a, says it, got to take him down. Socio thing, like that's sure he he's getting vilified for for the, his past. 
It happens. He's not the only one that has happened to. He's just the he's just at the top of the list. Yeah, and that's why it's so because he's so big. So the that microscope gets even closer. It's funny how it only seems to happen to the people that uh, are not really playing by the rules. As you know, so same to speak. thing. I mean, not, not to. I, mean, I, I know we make fun works. of this man all the time on the show, but same thing happened to Alex it Jones. Did. It 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 happened to him. Uh, like he got he got to the top. Like a lot of the stuff that he started out doing was he's not was, even incorrect about some stuff, right? Like, and it did get to the point where it was you know people were watching him more because of it being uh, you know more comedic than than true because of you know once you start going down conspiracy holes. You get these little nuggets of truth, and then everything else is opinionated. I love me some Alex Jones. Man. So, but but at the same time, He's like so he, he got he got taken down a couple of pegs because of some stuff that he said in his past. So it's it's this is how the game is played, people. Like same thing happened with Trump with the whole grabber by the pussy thing. Like that was something that happened years before he even thought about getting into politics. But because he's on the but wrong side he, and has the wrong opinion, well, not then, necessarily because you know. he was on the wrong side, but because he was and that he that's in a more general sense. It may have been a more of a lateral move. Some people may even say step down, but he moved himself onto that political platform that put that changed the scope of the of of the focus on on how he was viewed as an individual. So you 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 want these good, honest, clean Americans to be your politicians, but nobody is. Nobody. Not even yourself. Myself, not Cam, nobody in the world is a pure person. We all have skeletons in our closet. There's always going to be something, and especially with today's day and age, we gonna find it. The problem with power <laughs> is that it just draws the worst people to it. And it draws well because, and that's what I think makes our like not just our system, but like the entire system of power. And again, you I'm, have I'm to not, be I'm not a broken individual in order to maintain control yeah. of that type of power. Like, so this is all basically a roundabout way of saying that uh, I'm done covering Ukraine. Basically, if for and if anything major happens, we'll I'll, I'll go over it on on Simulation Radio Live. But for the time being, at least on this show, and for any potential future live streams and anything like that, uh, I'm I'm done. I'm done with it. Like I'm not. I will admit, like I don't know enough about this to be covering it still, in the ex- with the new. extent that need that it needs to be covered. Like yeah. I don't know the entire history behind it. I really don't know the history of you know everybody's little little nagging issues with NATO, which is a, another big thing that is a, a cause of this. Like I've, I'm learned, not I've actually learned a, as a well versed in stuff it. from this that that I did. Oh, I have too. Yeah, and even no, even learning all of that stuff, I still don't feel like I'm capable of giving like the coverage of this story the justice that it deserves. And so, oh, well, I'm I feel just, like if it is I'm, something I'm that done. you do like, refocus on, it's it's and it's gonna be hard for us to not like give our opinion, but like. Staying, staying focused on the facts, and that's going to be a hard thing to yeah. filter through. And we did uh, that last week, by the way. Like we basically went over the entire, facts, uh, yeah. the entire uh, history of that twenty-four hour period because it was like in the wee hours of Thursday night, mm-hmm. and we basically just. And this is if we do this again, then this is the kind of thing that we're going to keep doing. Is you know, I'm only reporting what is going on and the stuff that's coming in like i don't give a fuck about some like idiot uh twitter grifters take i don't give a fuck about what anybody thinks i just want to know what is happening and if more like really really important stuff uh happens then you know we'll i'll bring it to you as it comes in but for the time being uh i'm i'm really not getting like knee deep in this coverage anymore even though we're already waist deep 
No. <laughs> we just kind of we kind of got there anyway. And I put it in the show's description too big, that I wanted to talk about why we're not talking about Ukraine anymore. So we had to had to. Oh, we got we got it that. all off our chest. Um. So what's uh what's next on the agenda? So what do we got? We're gonna take a break, and when we come back, I have a review of this uh because I got this for Christmas. My mom got this for me for Christmas. It's I this, saw that last week. It's this week. uh Navage nasal irrigation system. You might have heard of them. They advertise on the radio, like in on YouTube a lot. They purchase a lot of ads, and I asked my mom actually i was like sh- or she asked me what i wanted for christmas and i just heard this ad and i'm like you know give me one of these i kind of want to try it because i got sinus issues allergy issues i want to see and try it and see if it actually works and i've been using it at its recommended dosage of two times a day for the last i'd say week it it, it recommends 10 days but i'd say i've uh I've gotten the effects of it after at least like seven or so. So uh, I'm going to talk about this a little bit. I want to at least give you guys a little bit of an insight as to whether or not it is worth it. And, you know, if we have time, I might just fucking slam it in there and try it like right right now. Do a cycle live, live, live demonstration. On yeah, it's going to leak. But, you know, and we'll we'll deal with that bridge, cross that bridge when it gets here I've, I've seen some some other stuff on this that i definitely want to want to mention when we can start talking about so it. you're wondering whether or not this works because it does seem like it could be kind of fishy right like uh it doesn't seem like it's the real legit thing but i've got the breakdown for you we will go over that when we come back plus we will do a little bit of uh reddit reviews and as very nice. or as we browse the am i the asshole section and we will uh close it off close it up Wrap off, it up. Off, wrap it up. Well, one of those. Double things. wrap it. Two yeah, we'll, we'll double wrap it and then feel nothing with. Uh, makes you last longer. A little bit of, or you, it just makes you last too long and you just never finish. Oh, which, that's fine. That's not. I'll fine. just go finish myself off mm. with a bullet to the brain. Uh, okay. <laughs> I was wondering where you were getting there. I was like, that doesn't sound like a good time at all. So we'll get to some of that stuff. And then I've got a couple of announcements about the show that we will wrap everything up with. And we will get to all of that when we come back. Stick around. Simulation Radio. Simulation Radio. So this is something that I don't think I will ever uh, quite understand. So I was in the bathroom using the restroom before uh, we came back from break during the show. And one of the habits that I know that Ryan Sequest has in particular uh, is to bring his like beers in the shower and shower beer, shower beer. To be fair, that I've heard of. And I don't think that he's the only one bringing drinks into the bathroom. And here's something that, you know, kind of like how I just could not relate to anybody screaming at movies. I see the appeal 
to this at least. I do see the appeal of getting a shower beer and maybe in your case, bringing a Dr. Pepper in there. No, so what happened with that was I oh, finished really? it oh, just okay. before I took a shower, just before the show. So when so you went there into was a the receptacle sh- in there, so I just disposed of it there instead of downstairs. But the idea was that you brought the Dr. Pepper in there almost finished with the intention to drink it in the shower. Like it, or? No, 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 no. I literally had like like two or three swallows as I was walking oh, I into see. the bathroom. So I just like finished it, chugged the rest of it and threw it away and then started the shower and, and did my thing. I see because I'm seeing like Dr. Pepper cans and beer cans in the shower uh, trash can. And I'm like, is, is am I missing out on something here? Like what is... No, uh, I did not have a shower soda. Shower, <laughs> shower pepper, shower Dr. Pepper. I guess I'm kind of missing out on that. But uh, but I have I have partaken of the shower beer uh, a handful of times. It's not... Doesn't seem that great, man. It's not my know. It's not my thing. Even even when I was drinking a lot, like when I was in the army and just after, like I that's that's around the time that I tried it and eh, like I get wh- I get too distracted. Well, not really distracted. I get too focused on cleaning my body. Well, for you, yeah. Than, than drinking my beer. So I to be fair, it's not because I'll just like open it. Like it got to the point where I when I was doing it, like like I said, those those handful of times, like I would just like. Open it and set it down in the in the shower, not necessarily here. I've never done it here, but like where I where I have done it, and I would just clean myself, and then I would get out, and then I would just grab my beer. And at that point, it's already mm. like so almost not, lukewarm, and I'm just like, this beer's gross. You're not bringing it directly into the shower with you. You're keeping it. Well, I'm on, cracking it while I'm in the shower. Oh, and you're just keep, kind of keeping it on, keeping it on a ledge, on, on a shelf, something. And like you're, See, the idea is to like while you're showering is to drink, but. I don't take that long of showers, like yeah. um, unless unless 10, I'm doing minutes, like maybe. not even not even that long. Like most of the time, it's ten minutes or less. Because um, there are there are occasions where I go a little bit longer. You know, people have those you know shower thoughts, and you know you mm-hmm. go down those rabbit holes in your own brain. But like generally, I'm I'm just I'm in and out. Like I, I spend very little time in there. And I've had to distract myself lately. I need something to listen to in the shower. Otherwise, I am. I'm, 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 I'm going to fall down that fucking rabbit hole of you know. I'm going to get caught up into some fucking thought. Most of the time, it's something that I don't want to have because it's not a positive thought. And so I'm like, all right, let me bring uh, some distraction. Even if I have to put on like a fucking Twitch stream or something while I'm go- getting in the some shower. Music, noise. Some, yeah, some something in the background besides the sound of the shower because it is calming. It is soothing. But then, unless you're actually in there and you're like physically meditating, mm-hmm. you're gonna get you're gonna get not the place you're for gonna it. chase you're gonna start chasing your your thoughts. <laughs> See, the reason that I think the shower beer would be right up your alley is because it'll give you something else to do in there. It's kind of the equivalent. No, of, I don't and need hold anything on, else. <laughs> f- follow me. Follow me on this trail here. It's like uh, your your issues with browsing your phone in the middle of like watching fucking anime or something, which is why I know you guys have mentioned that it's hard to watch uh, subbed anime because of. I, I can't I can't I can't go through my phone and watch at the same time. And so with that kind of similar uh, mental track, I would think at least that, you know, the shower beer would be right up your alley because no, you get distracted from washing yourself. No. And they're like, oh, I, I no, need to this beer the when I'm not, well, that's, that's the thing. It's not it's not like with with the ADD and the ADHD. So the shower is focus zone. It's not it's not so much that <laughs> it's the way that that the way that that works. Break it down a little bit, a little bit for the layman here. Um, and, and those that have been diagnosed with ADD and ADHD, they can attest to this. Um, it's not that there's a deficit in attention. It's that it's the focus is all or nothing, Mm. if that makes sense. So it's like, it's like I have blinders on 
And occasionally I'll see something like, and that's where that whole like, oh, he's just daydreaming. He's dazed. He's like stuck yeah. over here. It's not so much that it's that. It's that my f- entire focus changes changes to that that's over there. I think a lot of people of staying get that. on task. It's maybe it's but just the more issue intense, is but... the issue is is getting back. It's hard. It's hard to refocus. Uh, there are things that that I do and that I stay focused on. This and is why I can't the, do acid anymore. Th- one of the things that I like, uh, uh, like with me, my passion for for mechanical things, that is something that engages both engages me both physically and mentally. So it maintains my focus throughout the entire task. But a shower um, beer is not going to do it. No, sh- because I'm focused on cleaning my body. Yeah. And that also stems from being in the military and during um, 15 weeks of training, when I first got in, um, we had uh, showers that were two minutes long and you had to clean Ooh. your entire body with a bar of soap and a rag, including your head. I guess with less materials to work with, they, I you could probably get in there and out. And right, and it took minutes. forever for me once I got out of basic to get stuff more than just like shampoo and body wash. Like to get face scrub, yeah. And like, you don't have time for that in a two-minute military shower. No, no. So, uh, coming up in just a few moments here, I want to give you guys the lowdown, the layout, the the one two. I'm pretty sure I said all three of those wrong. The schematic, um, the schematic of this uh, this Navage nasal irrigation thing, because uh, as I said before the break, my mom got it for me for Christmas, and I've been using it for the last uh, seven days or so. And I guess I'll just rip the bandaid off right now. I fucking love this thing. I think it, it it's amazing. Now, there's obviously some discomfort that comes with it too, because sure. I've never quite felt now how it works is you you get these like salt pods that you put in the top of it and you mix it around with the water solution. That way they're not putting like direct water up your nose. It's like salt you, water. You've seen you've seen I use a simplified. I have used a simpler version of this. This, I believe, is it's battery operated, yeah. right? And it like forces it cycles the like water the neti, neti pot the or neti whatever pot. it is. Yeah, the neti pot works just the same. Instead of it using um, a small pump or a low powered pump like what this uses, it uses gravity, and you do have to tilt your head, um, oh, and you have to have uh, a, you know a sink for the stuff to, to be disposed in. Yeah, uh, where this collects it, and then you dump it out, you clean it out, and then boom, boom, bam, you're done. Uh, oh man, the stuff that like okay. So after the first two this or might so be days, a little bit better because of the little bit of pressure that it, that's involved with it. But it's the like I said, the simplified version is a neti pot. If you guys don't know what it is, just Google it. It's pretty cool. There's there's been several iterations, but the neti pot is like the OG version yeah. of this. This is around for a while. Very similarly, uh, as far as what it does for your uh, nasal passages. So for the first, like, I'd say maybe two or three days of this, I was actually a little bit sus on it, which is that it didn't seem like it was working that well. I'd, you know, put it in, let it go, and it would take fucking forever to to, to, cycle to through. fill through the cycle. And I thought that was because, oh, my God, am I that fucked up to where it's not even going to work? And... Then a couple days later, it starts going faster and faster and faster, and it's almost instant now. And oh god, it's fucking gross—the amount of shit that comes out of the bottom. Like I'll see the stuff that was like lot that's been lodged in there for god knows how long come out and like just settle in at the bottom. And the first few days after it started working really well, I guess it needed some time to like kind of 
decompress or like deconstruct the all the shit that's been clogged in Probably. there for a few days. Breaking it, breaking it down, breaking it or knocking it loose a little bit at a time. And the instructions it, said that would happen. Because it's probably like a like hard mucus on the top, yeah, and you know it has to wear that down and then get to the soft mucus, and then the soft mucus comes out. Obviously, a lot this is easier. why I've been sniffling so bad the last couple of days is because I'll still get remnants of like stuff that's trying to come out. And drainage, yeah, like drainage. Yeah. And uh, I gotta say, so after the first seven days of using it, that I've been using it like as per the instructions of doing it twice per day. I can breathe a lot better now. Like I'll yeah, I've happen, noticed you haven't been using your nasal strips. I don't need them anymore, really. What happens is, is that, uh, and one of the times that I notice it the most is when I'm lying there in bed and like on your side, there used to come a point where uh, I just could not breathe out of my nose sitting there laying in bed. It was fucking impossible. And now mm-hmm. I'll lay there in bed and I'll be able to like have get full fucking breaths of air through my nose. It's great. I so love I, it. I don't know if you know this, but your nose never works both sides at the same time it yeah al- that's what i've alternates. heard so i still feel like what, i have narrow well, nasal ca- cavity or passages but you know that doesn't really that doesn't matter i mean much. it's probably because of slight allergy to something and the buildup that's in there so like you said you've been breathing easier so oh, yeah. what may have been happening is the side that was closed naturally the side that was open was probably had a partial or almost full blockage, and that's why it seemed like you couldn't breathe out of your nose. Yeah. Until you started cleaning it out. I still have a hard time breathing out of one of those nostrils. Like, the nostril that usually is supposed to be closed is the one that is more closed. Like, I'm not going to say that's fixed, but, again, I think that's just because that's just the way that it could it's be the way that up. it grew. It could yeah, be, it could be a few other little factors in there. You know, that's that's a problem for plastic surgery one day in a few years. But you know, uh, other than that, I I fucking love it. Like, so have you shown this product on the air yet? Uh, no, I haven't. I haven't not, talked not about this today? at all yet. Okay. No. So this is this is what it looks like. It's you know it, the size of my hand, and I'm not saying that I have the biggest hands either. I and I'm not saying that I have tiny baby hands either. But I'd say I have like maybe. Average, average size hands, average but it's it's sized hands. But you know what they say about average size hands. Uh, it's probably about eight inches tall, maybe nine. Yeah, I, I would say roughly that. And so how it works is there's this button like right here on the side. And one of the things that could be confusing is if you put like one of the packages of the salt the solution saline, yeah. in there, it won't let you uh, open it up and then. Press until it again it cycles. until it completely cycles through. You have to put in a new one if you end up like fucking up like that. Fortunately, this thing is hard to it's hard to open. You got to really like deliberately get Break in there and it. try to open yeah. it. Yeah. So, <laughs> I would say, honestly, the lowdown on it, I decided I'm probably not going to like try it and give it a live go because, you know, I don't I definitely do not want the stuff showing up there. That's that kind of. Uh, crosses a line that I'm willing to. Uh, you're not, so, so you'll bare your chest and have the that's hair. That's exactly out what of I was it. thinking too. But, <laughs> you, <laughs> know. but you are... <laughs> no, see, no, there's something you. about that that like mm, it may trigger an algorithm and you may get shut off. Uh, that I'm not saying that it's necessarily algorithm related too. It's just it's fucking gross, man. Like, sure. and I don't. Uh, it's part of the human body though. But I get what you're saying. Um, so this thing now that now that the audience has seen it, so. Where I f- first learned about this, one of the one of the individuals that I follow on uh, on social media, he had a show on um, I want to say it was Comedy Disco- Central, uh, no Discovery Channel, 
Um, it was about this it's this dude that has this company, uh, has a business partner, and they, they do crazy things to, like, heavy-duty trucks. Like, uh, crazy. 25, wild. 35, 4,500 uh, diesel-powered, like, pickup trucks. Um, and a few other heavy equipment items that they've done some, some crazy modifications to. But uh, on his personal uh, Instagram account, um, probably about four or five months ago, maybe maybe a little bit longer, um, he's talking about this product. Um, and what he was saying was, what he was actually doing, he was putting the saline in there, and he was also putting iodine in it. Oh, I'd never heard of that before. So, um, What is that supposed to do? Well, I mean, iodine is a sterilizer. Oh, well, yeah, but so, I guess it mixes into the mixture. And like, right, right. It's, it turns it brown like iodine. Uh, but what it, what he was doing that for, and he had t- actually talked to his doctor about it to make sure that it was going to be safe to go through his nose and stuff like that. But the idea behind it was because of uh, coronavirus being an airborne disease, it's going to be something that settles into your nose first. Yeah. So using the saline and the iodine... Uh, with that, it basically it sterilizes your nasal passage, hmm. so it keeps that from uh, basically helps helps with preventing um, airborne illnesses from from contracting ba- via via your breathing through your nose. Now, if you're breathing through your mouth, that's you know you just being a mouth breather. That's going to be a change. hard habit to break because um. <laughs> like I spent my entire life being completely fucking stuffed up for mm-hmm. most of most of it and i'm starting to get the hang of it now of like being able to breathe through my nose and there there is something complete about like feeling the air pass like the air travel farther up your passage and it's supposed to like it does all the things that it's supposed to do and it goes around it's in the actually, cycle it's actually more never hygienic fucking felt to, that breathe through your, to breathe through your nose than it is through your mouth there's a lot more protection in your nose never been able to do that uh, until but recently. but now that you can yeah like you said it is going to take a bit but something that helped break uh, uh i i don't really say that i had a problem with it but there were times that i did catch myself doing it but again another story from the military um, they during, beat you into shape. Not not beating us about it, but berating like, us. They like flick your nose. Mm-hmm. No, stop that. Mm-hmm. Or mm-hmm. actually do that. Mm-hmm. No, why would <laughs> why would they flick your nose to get you to stop breathing through your mouth? I guess to get you to start doing it. No, they would just call you a mouth breather, and oh. then they would say, you know, that mouth breathing is a sign of mental retardation. Oh, technically, it is. Uh, yeah. But you know, we had we had those individuals. <laughs> they're just standing. And that there. was just their <laughs> natural breathing. <laughs> yes, like mm. we had some out of shape dudes, but uh, by the end of it, they were in shape and they did, they they weren't breathing through the mouth so much anymore. That's um, good. But anyway, I digress. He and he put a demonstration, so he showed you know putting the iodine in there, putting the saline packet in, and there. he went through the cycle on and the it video went through too. the went through the cycle on video. Um, it didn't look like it was like too disgusting because he had been doing it for a little while before uh, before he did it on social media, um, but just as like a little tip to you know some of the followers that may have been having you know breathing issues or have sinus issues. Yeah, the stuff that came out during those first couple days are, man, it was it was a, a full load in there. Mm-hmm. So there's also another product, um, not nasal related, that I want to I have to get with my mom about, but it has to do with. Um, gallstones mm. um, oh, and I'm how scared to get, of that and how to get rid of them and it's a very easy way to do it it's just it just looks weird when it happens 
and that you is, pass them. You pass uh, them. Okay, but but it it, it you do it. It's, it, it, it's a natural way. Before it gets way. to like critical mass, and then you right. get well, to like not, insane pain so levels. That it's not not for like so gallstones. You you have gallstones right now. Everybody oh, yeah. like naturally has gallstones, but it's. There, there is a point when you get to a certain age that it could potentially become harmful. But what this method does, it's I think it's some natural vitamins uh, or supplement of some sort that you take, um, and it helps and it helps release them from your gallbladder, um, and then you wind up you just pass them on you know through your intestines and whatnot. Um, so once once I find that stuff out, I'm gonna try it. And then we can talk about it. Yeah, I, I'm curious as to how that will end up working out. So honestly, I want to give my like recommendation for this as to whether or not, because you're probably wondering, should I go out and uh, buy it? 10 out of 10. Now, yes, my, <laughs> I'm just going to come right out and say yes. I, if you have like breathing issues through your nose, then go fucking do it. I'm telling you, if this has helped me so much, like I can breathe so much better. Uh, after using this thing for a, a little while, and I'm curious as to if it'll be even have, better once I get to the 10 day mark. Have you priced out one of these yet? How much do they? It's cost? 100 bucks. It's 100. Yeah, but a uh, 100 bucks comes with like the thing itself and like three bags of the saline packs, and it came with like a nice traveling case too, just for free that they added on there. Okay. <laughs> and so you get like you get everything you need with it, but it, it's like 98 bucks or how something much like did that. You, have you looked at see how much the saline refills are? No, but I will probably be doing that shortly because I've I've got a bag and a half left. Up real quick. Uh, let me let me see because I I am I curious see where as it would to be how how much this is going to cost. I can't see it being too expensive, but like even even still for that product itself, a hundred dollars is not bad. Yeah the the original thing itself. Uh oh, they're only twelve bucks for, for a pack the, of for a pack of the yeah saline? for a pack of the and it comes with thirty of them. The bags that I got only came with ten of them. So it's twelve bucks for a box of thirty. So that is not bad, man. So that's a thirty or a fifteen day supply. Yeah, that I'll take it, and it has helped so damn much. I cannot recommend this thing enough. Uh, obviously, I can't compare it to the the neti pot because I never ended up using. That. I like I said, I'm pretty sure I haven't used this this product, but I have used the neti pot. I'm sure this one is going to be a little bit more efficient because it uses a pump instead of gravity. Um, so it's going to give a little bit, probably a little bit more pressure and especially with, um, I'm not sure if it pulls or if it pushes, but depending on how it, how it moves the water through. The thing is you can actually change sides. Like it, so it, uh, injects oh, through one side yeah, yeah. and then it, it comes out the other side and then you can like, I'll, I'll show this to you guys too. You can like, uh, cause you see the arrow here. This means that the water is going into this side and then on the other so side, it's coming that. in that side. And then depending on what side you want to hit. Then you can like flip it over, and so you can go the you can essentially side. like halfway through the cycle, can yeah, you just rotate it, yeah, and clean the other from the. That's other what one. I've been doing. That's pretty interesting. I did not know it did that. Um, this I, this thing has been a godsend, man. This thing so is fucking incredible. That's gonna be that's yeah. So then that's and that's another way that it's better than the neti pot. But if you're not, if if a hundred bucks is a little bit too too far outside your price range. The neti pot you can get it at your, at your local pharmacy. Um, it's still worth the it. The one yeah. I got, I got from from Walgreens. I think it was like twenty two bucks, twenty five bucks, something like that. And it comes with, um, uh, probably everything. Th- probably thirty thirty packs, fifty packs of um the saline packets. But the like, I, I assume the saline packs are specific from the company. Yeah. I'm so, pretty sure you can buy them on Amazon too. I you can buy them on Amazon, uh, or you can go to your local pharmacy for some refills. They they have them. 
Um, oh, you, you can you, get uh, different flavors too. Like my mom got me a separate pack of a couple of like a uh, eucalyptus flavored uh, mm. that like supposed to cool it off in there, and it's been really nice. The I've, tingly sensation yeah, of the eucalyptus. Yeah, I I like it so, so much. I fucking love this thing, man. This thing is so amazing, and I. I'm glad I asked for it. My mom got it for me for Christmas, and it, this has been a fucking godsend. I've got a birthday man. coming up. I might ask my mom for, yeah. mom for that. Do it. And honestly, uh, it I know 100 bucks is a little bit pricey. Maybe not for some of you out there, but for me, it's a little pricey. I would not have gone out to buy this on my own, but this thing is a godsend, man. I cannot recommend this thing enough. So if you have the fucking... If you have the spare uh, income, then do it. I'm telling you, it is worth every every penny. There would have come a point where, you know, if I had a spare $100 to throw around, I would have just done it. But because I've been looking at this thing for a while. Yeah. But uh, it just coincidentally just so happened to be a very nice Christmas gift from my mom. So uh, I love it. This thing's fucking amazing. So we have one more thing to get to tonight. And of course, uh, we will be live browsing through a little bit of Reddit because people on Reddit, of course, have their uh, burning questions. Now, sometimes we'll cover relationships. Sometimes we will cover people that are wondering if they are the asshole. And we will be doing the uh, the latter tonight. So let, let's start off a little bit of uh, Reddit reviews here. So we are browsing the top questions of the week and i'll give you a couple of options justin and we'll see which one of these sounds at least somewhat appealing we'll go through maybe one or two of these before we uh wrap up the show today but right. uh of course everybody on reddit has got problems and they can't really work them out themselves so what better place to go than a place that you can be anonymous and get the real answers and Today, we're doing Am I the Asshole? So here are some of the top uh, top upvoted Am I the Asshole problems for the week. So here's one. The top post was almost 30,000 upvotes. Ooh. Am I the asshole for refusing to see other options for a girl and pressing charges for what she did to my son's car? We got that one in the mix. Interesting. We've got, am I the asshole for saying, I told you so, when my wife got banned from seeing our grandson? It sounds like some pretty spicy drama. <laughs> I don't know if it's anything. You we're, that we're doing two? Well, we'll do maybe one or two of them, depending okay. on what kind of time we're looking at. It's looking like time for one. Maybe. Okay. So we got, am I the asshole for calling my husband out in front of my friends on planting a recording device while we were having a GNI? What the fuck is well, a GNI? We're going to have to Urban Dictionary that. Uh, Urban Dictionary for GNI. Gay acronym for Gays Night In. Okay, so all right, let's read this question again in the context of this Urban being Gay Night, Night in. in. Am I the asshole for calling my husband out in front of my friends on planting a recording device while we were having a Gays Night In? Hmm. So we, we got that one in the mix. Let me see if, and of course, it is taking fucking 20 years to load. Okay, so this is a female, and it's a 26-year-old female and a 31-year-old male husband. Oh, girls' night in. Okay, I thanks girls Urban Dictionary. Thank you, I, Urban I was, Dictionary. I, had, I was like, uh, that's uh, the context of it didn't seem like it was talking about a gay a gays' night in. Yeah, but um, 
thank you, Urban Dictionary. I'm kind of really curious about the the the, the, the what the chick the girl did, did to, to the, the son's car. To the car, yeah. That is, of course, the top upvoted question of the week with twenty nine point nine thousand. Second, upvotes. second one would definitely be the grandma being banned from seeing her. All right, let's do let's do the the car one. My, who is a thirty nine year old male, my seventeen year old uh, son dated our neighbor, who is also a seventeen year old female, for a year. They broke up mid-January for reasons I don't know. I won't sugarcoat this. I never liked her, but she always seemed a little unhinged, controlling and aggressive. She's always demanding my son's attention, and there were quite a few times when she showed up on our house uh, door out of nowhere between times like 7 a.m., 11 p.m., because my son wasn't answering his phone, screaming and calling him a cheater when it wasn't like that. The thought of our son getting Yikes. abused by his girlfriend made us worried. Seems of course, naturally, natural, yeah. My wife and I tried to talk him out of that relationship. We said how it wasn't normal nor healthy. We didn't want to force the breakup because we feared that she would lash out to him, and so we tried to do it in a sneaky way. We don't know if it worked, but they ended up breaking up. He said that after he broke up with her, uh, she didn't contact him after the son broke up with the girlfriend, she did not contact him, which was weird because he expected her to go nuts. But I told him that if fate didn't give him shit, he better not tease it. Fatherly advice. Good stuff. Now, the problem is that we bought my son a car for Christmas. Nothing fancy, but enough to get him to school, his job, and eventually college. He parks it in our driveway outside our home. Ever since the month began, we had been founding, we have been finding scratches all over the car. We know the girlfriend was doing it, but since it was minimal, my son decided not to do anything, even if we could prove that it was her. And we have CCTV, supposedly. Still, something smells bad for me, so I decided to switch one of the cameras facing his car directly, just in case. Two weeks ago, we got fed up and found my son's car covered in a lot of shit. Paint, glue, feathers, confetti, door handles were wrecked, flat tires, paint all over the windows. You get the picture. My son and my wife were so distraught, we called the police and I handed them the CCTV that showed the girlfriend and her brother, who is a 23-year-old male, destroying my son's car. We pressed charges, and needless to say, her brother went straight to jail, but since she's still a minor, her parents want to make a deal, but I refused. I don't think she should get a way out. Before the police was here, she was laughing her ass off and tried to play it cool. If she thought this was funny, then she's old enough to face the consequences. My wife and I want to stand our ground. They said they'll buy my son a better car and put the ex-girlfriend on therapy, but it is not enough. Am I the asshole? Absolutely not. Like, that's destruction of private property. That's, that's you 100% are in the right. She's trespassing for one. Yeah. He made a smart decision, too, in uh, getting camera footage of this. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Especially if you suspect it. And, like, it's one thing because, sure, a 17-year-old girl is going to act the way a 17-year-old girl does. But, you know, as the parents said, she should be willing to face the consequences, especially if she's going to, you know, act like a crazy 17-year-old girl and be cocky about it, which... I don't know whether or not uh, this wouldn't also be the right response, even if she wasn't being like a, a cocky bitch about it. But still, it Regardless, seems like she committed she committed crimes and like she's definitely of the age. She can be tried as an adult if, if it winds up going that far, I, I, I feel like. But I mean, if I feel like if they're willing where, where I don't agree with the decision is 
they they offered to to buy a car. Yeah, to buy her a better car and put the ex girlfriend in therapy. I feel like those are those are proper steps. Now, assurances for it to be you know a, a replacement car, mm-hmm. whether it's you know better, less mileage, whatever. Um, for for them to even come out and say that, I think that's that speaks for the, for her parents a lot. Granted, it is just kind of throwing money at the problem, but but the Sometimes extra step, the extra step of them saying, you know, getting her therapy for for her issues that she has that mm-hmm. are f- very clear. Um, obviously, some red flags that were that were presented when when describing the the uh, the behavior of the the ex girlfriend when she was in the relationship. Um, but I, that's, that's the part, the only part that I could say that I disagree with is, is putting her or them not wanting to play ball with, with them at least offering to do what they said. Yeah, they and were see, gonna I'm going to play devil's advocate here for that specific reason. Now, I don't quite think that the guy is the asshole in this situation, but you have to think about uh, punishment versus repercussion here. Now, like you said, it seems like uh, the ex-girlfriend has fairly solid parents, especially given that, you know, they are trying to do the thing of throw money at the situation. But it seems like uh, the punishment and the the act of crime itself, so to speak, it seemed like there's fair, it seems like there's fair compensation for this. Now it's, and it also seems like that the husband and wife are kind of only doing this out of pettiness and out of just because of the fact that they hate their son's ex-girlfriend, because let's assume, hold on, let, let's assume right. that everything that the ex-girlfriend's parents say are true. And, you know, it kind of goes off. They'll, they do end up buying the son a better car and putting the ex-girlfriend in therapy. That seems like it writes all of the wrongs here between the ex-girlfriend being a terrible bitch and the son having damage to his she, car. And she does need help with, of course, because you know, obviously the way she was treating him during the relationship is not the way anyone should be treated during a relationship to being being controlling in that regard. And you she know, should be in therapy for that. Sure. And and therapy has been proven to work for these types of situations. But you never it know. doesn't work for everyone. But still, the, the evidence is there that it can it, it, it can help. Uh, it, it rarely hurts the situation rarely uh, but I and but that's that's where I'm saying like he's I, I feel like he's he's not okay I think we're in agreement honestly that like the like if he's if they're willing to play ball at least hear him out figure out if it's something that they're actually legitimately going to do financially assuming that does go through though assuming that it all ends up being true then that in that case able to, able I to think afford replacing the think car there may be an argument for him therapy yeah i think that's i think that's okay i understand like them being upset at the situation because that's their son I, sure I, I mean granted i don't have kids of my own but i've been a kid you know i i understand how being protective about protective parent how that how that works i've seen it in action now if you're the son here is this how you want your parents to act do you want them to kind of be the vindictive level on the no we're just going through with the pressing charges or do you think you want your parents to like kind of maybe take the deal here because depends on the son's attitude maybe to him he thinks all right, my ex-girlfriend that I clearly uh, cared about, and it doesn't sound like the another, son hates another her, issue to is getting take therapy into account is, and is getting a nice car. Is, is she's a next door neighbor. That yeah. So you're still going to have to see this person. So I think that's almost could be kind of where the parents are at as well as that you know still have to continue living next to this crazy mm-hmm. bitch of a young adult female, uh, and 
it's I could see how that could still can still have its its own waves that are created even after the fact. Um or the lasting impression that's left there. But at the same time, at the end of the day, I think they should they should at least discuss it. Leave it that is something leave it as something that's on the table. If it's something that's still regardless uh, after emotions have settled talk about it that's an, an interesting thing to point out too because i want to know what the sun thinks like what does the sun think the appropriate course of action here because let's be honest despite the fact that you know he's 17 years old you're still kind of fairly close to being an adult like mm-hmm. at that point in your life you should kind of have at least somewhat of a good basis of morality in your head to determine like how you think the situation should be played out. Like, I really think that this could be a potential turning point decision in the son's life to kind of pinpoint exactly who he he is as a person. He he should take the high road, but again, that would be up to him. But I, I I, like the high roads, always the better, the better option. Like it is something sure. It is something that she did. She shouldn't have done it, but at the end of the day, it happened. You just got to move past it. Um, it's 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 hard to let go of things, especially something like that that you know affected his day to day. Honestly, his transportation to work and to school, mm-hmm. um, and you know, like they said, eventually college. So I don't know. I would I would at least hear him out, figure out if it's something that that would work, and then go from there. So the father in this situation did end up offering uh, an addition. To it, which is basically just a clarification as to why the father thinks that he might be the asshole, which is why, excuse me, he needed to get clarification from Reddit, of course, and now from us. Uh, He says she's still a minor, and I'm sure there are other ways, so maybe I'm being a little too harsh, and that makes me the asshole. So he seems to be in the camp that he might be the asshole in this situation, because I I really think... I could see how, like, yeah, I I wouldn't say it goes so far as to call him an asshole, but at the... uh, He's Some being, lesser he's being, version he's of being that. a protective. Not, I wouldn't say he's being overbearing as far as being a protective parent, but he's doing his he's doing his due diligence as a as a protective parent, um, or as a, just a parent in general. Like you got you got to protect your kids, got to look out for them, especially something that's that's outside of his son's control in this in this regard. Like he had no control over his ex girlfriend's actions. Now, granted, they, sure they had the evidence leading up to the final the final show, so to speak, but. I wouldn't go so far as to call him a full asshole for it, but he, it, I could he, see the he argument. Heavily, though. heavily consider his thought process is what he needs to do. I agree with that. I I really do think that he's certainly not the asshole in this situation, but at the same time, there is an interpretation of this that could maybe lead me to believe that you know he's like, is I, being a little. I guess you could vindictive. call it a, a low key asshole. Yeah, I guess you could you could call it that. Now, the Redditor uh, comments, of course, because there is no dissent that ever happens on Reddit. As soon as one person has an opinion, everybody else in that same thread has essentially the same opinion because that's kind of or the equal and opposite opinion (laughs) or that. Now, Reddit is immediately jumping on the not the asshole train. The top voted comment with twelve point three thousand upvotes says not the asshole. If you cave, you're literally teaching the ex-girlfriend that no matter what criminal or sociopathic acts she does in the future, her, her parents will buy her way out of trouble. She no, needs to learn early that there are consequences to criminal actions. Sure, sure. She They're just looking still, at this in a black and white she way. She can still look at. She can still learn the lesson, but you don't just like slap a punishment at somebody without 
giving them a point to learn or a point to grow. And I think that's where the point with the parents wanting to put her in therapy so that she can she, so that she can change her ways. Yeah, because that's that's part of the whole issue. One of the big issues with the prison industrial complex is that they just put people in camps to mm. do you know basically slave labor. Um, and there's not any there's not prison reform anymore. It doesn't it, it doesn't exist in, in most places. There's so, just a lack so, of empathy in these comments because right. what, what they're forgetting is that like there are ways to take a lesson from this that do not necessarily have to be prison. Like it's not as though prison is the only way to teach her a lesson from this. It's not as though these charges like criminal charges are going to be the only way to teach her something. And, you know, of course, leave that to Reddit to just and hand her off to the system and think that, you know, that's that's the way to fix everything. And, and I am by no means trying to turn her into the victim here. No, definitely she, not. She is definitely she is definitely wrong for what she did. I'm not I'm not saying that by any means, but, but prison is not the only learning opportunity. Right. Like so putting someone in jail is not the way to teach somebody a, a lesson or, you know, heavy fines that the parents will wind up paying and not her. Uh, I, I think I think the parents are trying to do right by her by her mistake by you know getting her help that she needs and i i think i think the other side needs to see that um it's not how it works on reddit man that's this is how it goes sure I, and i get it it's there's going to be polarizing comments on there but i, I just I, that's where i i disagree with with that comment I'm sure he's not the asshole but at the same time the uh, her parents aren't uh like he not telling him not to bend is is not like she she can still clearly learn a lesson from this mistake that she made. I'm scrolling down the comments and I don't there are no real dissenting opinions here. Everybody's on the, you know, just punish the fuck out of her immediately with the harshest punishment train when I don't know, there's there's a lot of nuance lacking in a lot of these Reddit takes. So let me know what you think. Uh, do you think that the father acted appropriately here? Do you think that there might be some wiggle room or some leeway into how he could possibly have acted? Or, you know, do you think that maybe he is the complete asshole in this situation? So there are a lot of different ways that this could be interpreted. So let me know yours. Be sure to leave a comment in the YouTube video or on the Instagram post or on the Facebook post as well. And I look forward to uh, hearing Remember from folks, all of your comments. It's right there. It is. He rem he remembered remembered exactly where it was at. So let me know what you think. I do want to hear your opinions about this. And make sure to let me know. And I will take a look at each and every single one of them. And that will conclude Reddit Reviews for tonight. All right, so I want to get to a little bit of show business before we uh, sure. wrap it up here. So obviously, uh, if it hasn't been made clear, then this is kind of how it's going to be for the month of March. At and possibly the very longer. Least. Possibly longer. Uh, again, this is just a rough estimate. Now, I want to make, first of all, an announcement about uh, Simulation Radio Live. So I talked about this on the Patreon show, but I figured I would get it out to you know a wider audience that is not just necessarily... Uh, into the Patreon show. So uh, I am, I'm cutting back on another day. Uh, I'm going back to only doing Mondays of Simulation Radio Live for the time being, but uh, I am going to do a little bit longer of a show. I'm going to do a 90-minute uh, Simulation Radio Live show. I'll prob I will go back to doing uh, three 30-minute segments on Simulation Radio Live, and that uh, we will probably also be going through fairly similar, if not um, maybe a little bit more intensive, 
of format changes for this show as well coming up uh, after the month of March, or at least when uh, Johnny Horndog gets back. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've kind of gotten a rough draft of where we're going to go from here. And there's... uh, I figure, you know, now's the time to be going through experimental format changes. Sure. Like, you know, while we have the opportunity, while we're not like stuck in a pattern that, you know, people have let me know that, you know, I really enjoy this particular format of the show. I th- I think that, you know, we're just in a very good time to experiment right now. And so I think... Adjust uh, our flexibility. Yeah, to adjust our flexibility. So I think sure. what we're going to do is, uh, you know, rather than do the thing that we used to do where we would record the hour-long show and then record the Patreon show on thursday nights uh we are as i've mentioned before we're going to move to doing one two-hour patreon show a month where i will have some very fun activities to do like for instance uh might not happen this month with johnny horndog being gone but well, that, we've already recorded our, our march show. that one was for february i just haven't put it up yet oh, okay. we technically did it on the 28th so that counts for february okay so uh, M- March, I will try to find something to do to make up for us not having a show in March. But in April, uh, so Acid Attack Zach at, uh, at Rob's Super Bowl party that we were at a few <laughs> weeks ago, um, Acid Attack Zach made some sort of an it- or gave me some sort of an interest in. Uh, so when are we going to do another chili cook off? So. Uh, what we're going to do for our next Patreon show, probably in April, is the second annual simulation radio chili cook-off are you ready i'm not gonna put foul cheese in it this time i see that that was what what killed you that was what killed you the last time i'm I'm gonna stick to my guns i'm gonna keep going with my uh with my og recipe with a chance to redeem yourself you did just get some practice you made it this week too so you know i think you're you're probably on top of your game you're you're ready to go so uh i'm just i'm giving you a forewarning now that you know in april if you are subscribed to our uh, patreon then you will get access to the second annual are there uh, simulation radio there any other contenders obviously acid attack zach will be making his return sure. to cook his chili i'll see if johnny horndog wants to make his chili as well and you know i don't I'll, know that he'll be back from from where he's at Oh, really? How long did he say he was going to be roughly gone for? Does he have any idea? It could be up to three months, and I'm pretty sure it's going to be close to that. Then we'll figure something out by... by, uh, that time, so... It may may be a little bit sooner. It just depends on on situations that are going on where he's at, so... Hopefully he's doing doing okay up there. Yeah, I talked I to him earlier today. Uh, he he's he's he made it up the to North Carolina safely. Good. So uh, so he's doing good. Um, chatted with him for a little bit and got off the phone for him because he was gonna just take a nap. <laughs> <laughs> of course, he's been sleeping like you know, uh, taking long naps in the middle of the day. So I imagine that you know that probably fucks up your sleep at night if you're taking those long I mean, naps at night, depending on how tired you are. I don't know. I guess so. I mean, it also depends, like. The time frame that that the naps were going on were like what's considered the best time to take a a, a nap, like the early afternoon. Typically, for those that don't know, um, between two and four is the best time to take a uh, an extended nap if it's going to be more than mm. twenty or thirty minutes. So with all of that stuff in mind, uh, we'll figure out some stuff to do, some very fun activities to do for the uh, the Patreon show. Uh, since we have you know a longer amount of time, well, I'll probably come up with some sort of fun activity to do this month. We'll do it on an off day, uh, maybe in a couple weeks, probably towards the end of the month, and then next month we will probably still do the second annual Simulation Radio Chili Cook-Off. If we don't have a third person, just an idea. 
mm-hmm. for a baseline comparison, Wendy's chili. Oh yeah, actually, and then uh, or another because we thought about that. Chili. We thought about that or doing that the last time, right? right. I think it was Hormel chili that I think was going to be the comparison point. That's a terrible thing to compare it with. I know. <laughs> See, Wendy's chili. Is Everything will beat that. Wendy's chili is at least kind of salvageable, right? So uh, we'll we'll figure something out there. But do look forward to that. That is coming up uh, either towards the end of the month or probably more likely towards the middle of next month. And you know, of course, I did mention that we were going through kind of a building slow period over the next what was this month and will probably end up being the next couple months. Mm-hmm. We're still going to put out shows. I'm still going to try and be as active as I can possibly be on social media. But the ne- next couple months are going to be somewhat of a transformative time for not just this show, but for, you know, the station, quote unquote, in general, as I uh, prioritize buying some new audio equipment, because uh, I don't know if we talked about this. You know, actually, unfortunately, I think it was during the pre-show yeah. rather than what made it to air. Some of the issues that are going on with the studio that's kind of making it a little bit disheartening to move forward. But uh, sorry, we're going to do some things, see if we can get it. See if we can get it in uh, in a better spot so it'll last a little bit longer, at least till it can get replaced. Yeah, we'll we'll do some stuff as I save up more money. The problem is, is that like I'm going to buy a car next weekend, and that's fucking that's all my money. Like that's yeah, it's going to be a little bit more of a priority though. You need some that is, that is more of a priority because honestly, the mentality of like being stuck in the damn house all the time and not being able to go fucking do anything when I want to do it is it's it's getting to me. It's or, getting or to my to mental. Or having to use an like, Uber or or rent a car. Yeah, like I, I can only Uber in a very short distance around here before it gets to like forty, fifty dollar ride uh, territory, right. and I'm. That not. was me back and forth to work for for Ugh. a few days out of a week. It's it's tough. So I gotta like that's gotta come first, and then you know over the next couple months, uh, we'll figure out what to do, and we'll continue to upgrade the studio. Fortunately, uh, we're able to get it to a slightly downgraded but still working position for now. So at the very least, the thing that I'm excited about is that we will still be able to continue to bring you shows. And with that, we haven't had any hiccups. So I think it might have I think you might have been right on par with it having too much too much power coming into it. Yeah. Was it going into it or being pulled from it? Both. I think it might have been more so the being pulled from it. Possibly. Because actually, there's a lot of stuff being pumped into it, and there's only one uh, out. Well, actually, there's two. There's the thing that goes to the main output that goes to the computer, and then there's. I the think headphones. it might have been so. Just thinking about what I know about electricity, the the exchange isn't really too much of the concern. It's the amperage, yeah. the amp draw. Yeah. So you only have a limited amount of amps that can go into it, and you split that up too much you you spread that too thin that's when you start running into issues yes i've been looking at amp counts for uh different boards Mm -hmm. to potentially upgrade to at some point in the near future so again like the next couple months what will probably be the next two to three months now will will be uh kind of a transformative period i'm not saying that we're going to be doing bare minimum because i'm still going to do my best to you know be active on social media put out uh at least somewhat semi-daily videos uh still gonna be doing the things that we usually do but it'll probably be a more relaxed uh environment and more relaxed uh kind of workload over the next couple months while we figure some stuff out 
and kind of figure out how to move forward into the future. So you're picking a very good time to, you know, jump on board here because uh, it's only going to get better from here. We're going to take the next couple months, figure some stuff out. And then, you know, as we really start ramping up into the second half of the year, that's when that's when shit's getting real, fellas. Hell yeah. So shit is getting real in the second half of the month. We will have plenty of good stuff with all of the things that you want to see and hear. And I've got some fun ideas for stuff that we could be doing a little bit later on. And uh, stick around. Just stick around as we lug through the the tough part. Because I'm not going to lie. It's kind of a tough tough time right now so stick with us stick with us over the next couple months and uh trust me trust it will be it'll be worth it as we move into the second half of the year plenty of revolutionary stuff that i am uh working on bringing to you guys including dynamic website that you'll be able to sign up on and you know it'll start building a community over there something along the lines of uh, a forum type feature where you can go chat with each other and check out stories and all the good stuff. I've got some fire content that I'm working on for the website. Uh, and then we also have, of course, some of the content for the uh, shows as well. So stay tuned for all of that. Uh, I do love you all. Thank you all for supporting us. We will continue to put out content over the next couple months, over the next two to three months. Again, not saying it. We're doing bare minimum. It's just we're we're gonna have. It's gonna be a little different for a little it's, while. It's gonna be different for a little while. We're gonna just kind of lay back and have some fun, which honestly I think is what uh, the people like anyway. Mm-hmm. So you know, just more of more of what you love. You like us just like we talked for fucking movies about twenty minutes today. So that <laughs> I know, that that's the kind of stuff that people like. They kind of enjoy enjoy hearing. So. Again, I do love you all. Thank you all for supporting. Of course, if you would like to follow us everywhere, we stream the shows live every Thursday at 9 p.m. Eastern on YouTube and Twitch, youtube.com slash simulation radio and twitch.tv slash simulation radio, simulation radio. Make sure to follow on Twitch. It's down there. And then on YouTube, it is uh, on YouTube. It's up there. So subscribe on YouTube. Make sure to turn on those notifications so that you know when uh, anything happens. And on socials, primarily, that's another project over the next couple months is to flesh out the social medias besides Facebook and Instagram. But for now, it is Facebook.com slash Simulation Radio and Instagram.com slash Simulation Radio or at Simulation Radio if you are one of the 99 percenters that are using the Instagram app, as we alluded to earlier. So that will uh, just about do it from us. Oh, by the way, uh, I'll probably be doing some more like video game uh, live streams coming up in the next couple months because I will have some more time to do that. I I need some time to like gather my head, though, because I've been fucking I've been shitting the bed at all the games that I play lately. Like just got to practice, man. I know that, but <laughs> the problem is, is like I'm just too distracted. I've got to be mindful when I play these games because I play like games that I got to heavily sit there and think about. Like the two games that I play the most, that I'm the most like competitive in, is Pokemon and TFT. And I those are games that like 
I got to sit there and think about when I'm in the middle of playing them. Mm. And the problem is, is when I go to start playing them, I'll, I'll be distracted and my headspace will be elsewhere. And what I've got to do is I really got to be able to sit there and be mindful about the fucking game that I'm playing. Like my record in Pokemon right now, the new season, the season resets on the first of every month. Mm. And so ranked resets. My record in Pokemon right now is like four and 13. And it's okay. Um, the month's not over yet. I, I know that, but I had when I just started playing last month, when I just started playing like the competitive format, I was doing I was sitting at a 50% record for like most of the season, but now I'm I'm at fucking four and thirteen. So it has been a rough couple of days hey, of listen, video I, gaming. I, I know you watched me play uh Battlefield earlier. Oh, yeah. I was doing shit terrible. <laughs> and I re-downloaded Battlefield One because I just wanted to change change the pace a little bit. It's a different type of dynamic from Battlefield 4. And I was doing... Every time I pick up Battlefield 4, it's just like riding a bike. Whereas Battlefield 1, it's a little bit harder um, to, to get back in the groove because the, just the dynamic of the gameplay is just yeah. different. The even are not just used to it. The, the way I have the controls set up are slightly different from Battlefield 4. So like my, my look speed for the, the right stick is a little bit faster. So making sure that I'm because it helps it helps with aiming more precisely. So like manipulating the stick as more in a more controlled fashion is is one of the more particular things for me for that game. So I definitely understand what you're talking about. Do you notice that you get much better when you sit there and like are actually really into the game and you get much worse or at least to some degree worse when you're like your mind is on some there's other stuff when you're playing. Do you notice that? Adjustment period like uh, y- yes and no. Um, it all depends. Part of it's part of it's the 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 map that I'm playing on. Part of it's part of it is the headspace, but like it's it's a first person shooter. It's not really that in depth. There's not clicky. a whole lot of right. There's not a whole lot of thinking. There is a little bit of strategy that's involved with it. So yeah. like th- there's there's that aspect of it. But it all like I said, like terrain of the map and stuff like that and the dynamic of what you're supposed to You don't to really do. have to be as into the game when you're playing shooters. You can just kind of point and click. Right, right. There is, again, with it being Battlefield, it's open. It's an open map kind of layout. Like, they're, huge, they're big maps. And they're, they they break them down into sections, but even still, each section is a different type of terrain. So you have to you have to figure out the best spots to be able to battle through correctly to do what you need to do, whether you're attacking or defending. And Makes sense. It's, it's it's a bit different than uh, than Battlefield Four, but I love it, and I'm glad I have started replaying it. It just I'm just terrible at it right now. <laughs> so I'll I'll be streaming some more of that that kind of stuff on the uh, on YouTube and Twitch coming up fairly soon. I oh by the way, there's a new uh, a new Kirby game coming out soon. That's like an open world Kirby game that I'm oh buying boy. in like a week or two that I'm gonna play on stream too. I'm really looking forward to that game. I fucking I love Kirby. So keep an eye out for some of that stuff. We've got some really cool stuff coming up uh, after we kind of work through the next few months of building. And trust me, it will be worth it. So you are picking quite a good time to follow along and have some fun with us. Because if you're having fun with us, trust me, we are uh, we're having fun with you. And not in a weird parasocial relationship kind of way, but more like a, I just love you all kind of way. So... <laughs> Thank and you on for that listening. bombshell. <laughs> yeah, thank you for listening. I love you all. Uh, you are all fantastic. You have the biggest dicks and the largest tits. And 
We will see you all next week. Bye. Remember you all in therapy.